0: Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenz! But it is all heart style Rico and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Huge news straight off the top on the Green Light On Premier Racing podcast this week that the champ Aston Rupi has been retired to start. Well, last week it was Kablenz who called it quits. This week. Aston Rupee and we look back on what an unbelievable career he had and as a racing fan, how good was it to see what, what Aston Rupee could do. He was he was one in a million, maybe one in two million, such an incredible dog. Forty two starts, twenty-three wins. Six hundred and five thousand dollars in prize money, and what he did at Sandown Park on multiple occasions won 't be replicated for a very, very long time if it is replicated just a an incredible greyhound, huge congratulations to Ray Border coming together with Glenn Rounds to the pair what a what a career it was and I think as a as a racing fan, we can sit there and say thanks for the memories now. He won a Group 1, but this run here might have been the best of all of Aston Rupee's performances. Racing, Aston Rupee speared out of box number three. Straight out to lead Lakeview Walter is up the challenger neck away and then Zavian Bale third. All eyes are gonna be on the clock early. There followed Nikolai Bale, then Johan Bale. A break back to Spring Cobra. Were you sensing a sub 29 here? Aston Rupee down the back two and a half Lakeview Walter, then Xavier Bale. The rest headed by Johan Bale, but Aston Rupee clicks up the gear. He's chasing the track record now. Aston Rupee surges home 28, 77, wowee. What an incredible greyhound, Aston Rupee, Jill Group 1 winner, the Tim Lee, the top gun. The two invites at the Meadows, two of the hardest races to win. He was there in all of the big events. And look, he may well have been a bit unlucky drawing awkwardly in a Melbourne Cup, awkwardly in a Phoenix. But we remember an incredible career. And with his breeding, Casey and all and Aston Miley. I'm fairly confident I'd be putting money on the fact he is going to become a boom size. So congratulations to all. Aston Rupee, now retired to stud. Run of the week. Well, speaking of Group 1 winners and stars of the track, it was Equalizer's turn to return to the winners list. Second up from a long spell, a a career-ending injury potentially, but... Not for equaliser, he's back, and he's back with a bang.
1: Set for a start, Bad to go. Favourite and two equaliser set. Racing... Equaliser jumped pretty well to the inside away fast. There's Zevon Baal going up quickly. daffsack from the outside. Got across the lead around the first turn. Equalizer up to fourth. Go down the back straight. And the leader here was Dafsack about two out in front. Over Gypsy Yankee. Three lengths away, then came Equalizer starting run. One on the outside and making ground quickly diving back to the inside. Followed further back by Yozo Baal, Long Gabor Lando. And Zivon Baal coming to the turn, though. Dafsack, the leader. Coming out after, There came Equaliser on the outside. It uh, moved up quickly now. The favourite hit the front. And it's equaliser first. First, F-Sack, second, third, would be
0: Gypsy Scary, scary performance, F-Sack, Equaliser, foul. in trouble early, ducked and weaved foul. his way through the field, and that is exactly what Equaliser can do. He still reeled off a, a 29.94, absolute champ is Equaliser, and great to see him back in the winner's list. Inside Info. Well, a man who, I guess you could say last time he was on the Greenlight on Premier Racing Podcast, was struggling to win a Tier 3. He's come on the show and now he's just dominating. Ned McDonald, how are you, mate?
1: Good, cool, mate. Thanks for having me.
0: Am I the good luck charm or what? You came on the show a couple of weeks ago. You were just plodding along and I reckon since then you have been dead set airborne. bell burners flying, black sail looks like he could be anything. And even people get he's going, well, you're up and about.
1: Yeah, no, it must be the good luck charm. Coming on the show last time, they've all turned around and um, started doing their, their best work.
0: Hey, a bit, of a bit of a joke going around between you, Matty Lanigan, Scott Brand. I think we spoke about this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago about drawing the red. And I went through Matty Lanigan's last, say, 20 starts and the amount of reds there, the colour just takes over the, the charts. It's, it's extraordinary. And then... My good friend Ned McDonald, I look at your stats uh, this weekend, mate. How do you feel about this? Two runners in town at the Meadows, Premier Racing at the Meadows, and you've drawn the red in in both. Can you tell me about that?
1: Yeah, learned from the learned yeah. from the best in, in Matty Lanagan. So, um, but no, it's, it's it's very good. You know, yeah, it's, it's hard to win a city race as is, and to get a couple of box ones, it makes it a little bit easier. But at the end of the day, mate, they've got to still be able to perform and get the job done. But it
0: definitely helps. Uh, it's exactly right. But you look through Bell Burner and a red box was overdue. His last five starts, he's had seven, two, three, six and six. So he's done it the hard way. We'll start with him. Last start at Sandown, forty one sixty seven, smashing the field. He he's one that's just slowly taking those steps, isn't he, to becoming a, a really genuine front running group class stayer by the looks of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we, we um we started him off over the 500. I got him off a, a good fella, a good mate of mine, Jerry keith, that unfortunately had a few health problems. But um, he's come good now, which is good. But he offered me the dog. And I started him off in a, a Cranbourne to Sandown um, heat final over the 520 where he ran second in the, the heat of Crania and then won the won the final at Sandown over 500. And then I thought to, thought to myself, you know, I think I'm going to step this dog up. I gave him probably, I think, maybe four or five, six hundreds. I think it was four. He didn't win one, but he ran second in a 600 of... Got beaten a couple of dogs, he ran 34-13, hit the line like a bull. And then we we sort of thought um we'll go out to out the country, we'll go 6.60, 6.50 sales, 6.80 Warrigal, try and get his confidence up before I step him up. And then what he did the other day was, yeah, it was exceptional.
0: Must have been pleasing, though. Were you expecting him to go that quick first go over the 7.15? Because they, let's face it, they don't go that quick normally first go, do they? No,
1: nah, like he was... he, he he's. He's been screaming for you know a bit further. Like he's run for Sale and Morrigal. he hit the line like he was he was going to run the seven hundred, not a problem. But like you said, the, you don't not many dogs straight up the bat first seven hundred run. You know, forty one sixty seven. So it was it was pretty pretty pleasing to see.
0: He's drawn beautifully tomorrow night, isn't he? Mix four and five race six goes at eight fourteen p.m. You've got Golden Quest in box number two. Who is a an absolute machine for the first couple of hundred metres, uh, even led up at the Meadows last week over 600, was, was ran down on the corner and then kicked back to uh, to beat Hilltop Jack. But that went 894 early. I personally don't see Golden Quest staying at the 700. So if Balburner can position up leaders back in harness racing terms, just sit leaders back, wait for the sprint lane, whether it be in, whether it be out, oh, I think you're going to be mighty hard to beat if you can follow up that sandown form.
1: Yeah, the, the Golden Quest is when I mapped out the race today, I was sitting down on the computer mapping him out and I thought, I thought that it'll lead for fun, you know, it'll get out, but if I can just, he's mad for the rails, Bellburner, so if he can just um, lob on the rail, you know, a couple of lengths off, try and try and navigate way through, like you said, like the, like the harness, just just sit out and then once, once he hits the home straight, you know, put in the big ones and it should be able to go past, fingers crossed.
0: There's not a dashing amount of speed in the race, either taking out Golden Quest, so I think he's, look, I'm going to make him my best bet of the night, Nitty, is, is that a good move, do you think?
1: Uh, don't put the mods on me, but yeah, I think he, 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 he's going really well, and I, I think um, having the red box will definitely
0: help him. Well, mate, I'm, I think I'm going to do that anyway, so good luck with him, but uh, he goes around race six, number one, and keep the red rug warm, race seven, number one, people get ready, flew around Relgan four starts ago, and then that last run at the Meadows in a six hundred in this heat, I thought it was pleasing because what he did, Ned, he showed blistering early speed, eight eighty six to the mark. If he does that, yes, he probably leads again. Yes, he might give Curator the, the similar type of run to what he got last week. But he, he's got to be a chance off the red if he jumps like that.
1: Yeah, I, I was I was pleased to see him jump like he did last week because I, I mean, going going back to the start of Bells career, he was a five zero dog at handy and he got ruined with injuries and made it harder for him, but that eight eighty early. That's 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 good. And we had a, the ten day turnaround, which was good. And he had an injury, which we found, which is why I think he ran off real bad on that first corner. So we we've picked that up, and fingers crossed, we can get out, get on the bunny, get a bit of clear running through that first corner, and it'll be much better for the run. I think over the six hundred.
0: So you reckon he's got upside from that run last week?
1: Hundred percent. I'll be if he jumps like he did last week and can get out because he he wants to use a bit of the track. So he'll get out, and I'm, I'm not a good thing to say, but I'm hoping he comes out and cuts all the rest of them off. <laughs> Play dirty. He Comes out, cuts them off, and, yeah, well, not 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 trying to be, but he's got the red which yeah. he likes. I, I think he's had four starts from the red for two wins in two seconds. But he needs to come out, come out humming like the 886. That'll lead that field, in my opinion. But he's got to come out, cut them off, and just get around that first band. And you know, I, I'm i expect expecting to tack on.
0: Who's the best of the two, Bell Burner? People get ready. Who Who's the better bet? I I think it's Bell Burner, but judging by what you've said, I'm thinking we might have an each way play on. People get ready as well. Better price too.
1: I I think I think Bell Burner's definitely because he's got the red. He, he's the best out of the two. But that that Blue Dog mate, I've had a high opinion for mm. him for a very long time. He, he he can when he wants to. He can seriously run some some serious time. I know he's, I know he's got a little bit age. He's just over three now, but yeah, he 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 can run and. Having the red, like, Kiraid is a very, very good young pup, and there's a couple of locks and valves got plenty of pace in the race, too. But I just think if he can hold that spot and get it, get through that first corner, I think he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll pin the ears back. I hope,
0: mate, you've got a, a boom kennel. Let's face it, a couple of really nice ones coming through. Have a listen to the audio of last night. I, I reckon this one might even end up run of the week next week. Have a listen to this. Dr. Valentin and Boom Lateral last up front. It's Deep Wits in front. Got underneath Dr. Gwen. Here comes Black Sail with a run. Further back to Amlin Emperor. The leader was Deep Wits. Black Sail bumped into it. Goes to the outside. Got it. Big win. Big win. All right. Wasn't that a massive run, Black Sail? He laid into the leader, turning for home, but he was just able to balance up. He almost came down, and then he runs 29.44 off a 5.27. Um, what more can you say about this pup, Black sale? I, I thought he's running the heat at Warwick, and I call those Ned. It was absolutely monstrous, and then he backed it up at Sandown Park. I think I spoke to you that night. And you said if he draws inside, he's a chance. And mate, not only that, we were on him on the Green Light on Premier Racing Podcast. So from the the family, we say thank you, and, and what an excitement he looks to be.
1: Yeah, I um, when I, like you mentioned before, I, we jumped on the show early days when I had him in the in the second start in the big breeders at um, the Meadows and. I have an opinion on him but he just um he just lacks that early you know he's a five five twenty dog at best at Sandown, but drawing the rails yesterday night he could you know he lobbed he's, he's very smart he actually he doesn't seem to find trouble he seems to be able to navigate his way through the field but he, he has a he has a serious motor and fingers crossed I can get him up over the 600 and maybe even further
0: you'd have to say he and Bell burner right at the same point of their career, you'd, you'd probably say that Black Sale's got more potential to be a superstar stayer than Balberta does, wouldn't you? At the same point in time?
1: Well, um, Black Sale's by Superior Panama, and there's a stayer by the name of Zibin Kansas yes. going around right now out of Panama, and he is a dead-step dead freak. Not not comparing because, you know, it's, it's a bit hard to compare the pair, but I'm hoping Black Sale can slowly step up and step up, and, you know, we can go some 550s of Ballarat into some 600s, and then. 660s and then we, you know, just push just his buttons a little, little bit by bit and, you know, take our time and, yeah, fingers crossed, I'd love to have another. So it seems to be the, the trend in me, I think I think they all want 700.
0: Well, mate, you must be training them hard and, and then getting them working hard because they do. They just hit the line, don't they? And you also got under arrest who started in that series you touched on, was placed at Tarelgan behind Black Sail and got pretty close on that occasion. Now, he's by Superior Panama. Sweet it is. So, Mate, like you just said, he, he would have to be a stayer in the making. And hang on a second. I'm going to throw the form guide at the computer here, Nettie. Have you got the red again on Sunday? Yeah,
1: believe it or not, oh. he, he, he's, got, he's got the red too. Matty Lannigan act. I think that one kicked him over the edge the other day.
0: I can't believe this, Correct. mate. I cannot. And Correct. he's probably going to win it too, isn't he?
1: Oh, he, he, he's, he's actually, his last two starts, he, he won at the Meadows. It wasn't much time, but... He had to work hard. He, he, he's very green, like he, he's super green, and he had to, he had to sort of think about which way he was going to go around the, around the um the seven in that race. And he he he, he hits the line. He actually, believe it or not, his run home times are as good as Black Sail. Black Sail's yeah. got that got that dash through the mid, but the Under Arrest can seriously. He he's is, he's is he's going to be an out out Sailor, I think.
0: I was going to say, if you troll them one out, Under Arrest, let's say stand down five fifteen. The pair. What do you reckon overall would be between Under Arrest and Black Sale? Probably not that much.
1: No, not that much because he, he he thrives on the he thrives on the clear room. Um, Under Arrest, but I think yeah, Black Sail would break his heart down the back. I reckon because you know him him not having to navigate through dogs. He, he could he could he can cart out some time through their middle sections, but the other dog would tack on and he'd do his best work late.
0: Hey, mate, we're going to adopt all of your kennel on the Green Light on Premier Racing Podcast, and we're going to follow them closely because I think you're in for a very big 12 months, and we hope so as well, mate. Hopefully, a Group 1 beckons in, in one of these great staying races here in Victoria as well. So, again, thanks for coming on the show. I think we're going to just bet on all of your dogs this weekend, simple as that, and hopefully they all win. Thank you, Scott, mate. Thanks for having me. Saturday's preview. Saturday night racing at the Meadows, and I think we've got a a whole lot of winners for this program. First race set to bounce at 6.29. We heard from Nelly McDonald. He's given us a tip for a few. So... I think we'll include those. Starting with race one, we'll go one runaway miss on top. Strong win last week, just in in a really nice vein of form. I think it'll be hard to beat in the first. Race one, number one. Race two, we're going four Dynamic Prince down the track last time in the Shepparton Cup. Had no luck at all. Start prior, gets within a length of Ferdinand Boy going 24.89 himself at Shepparton, which is a, a dashing run. So number four in race two, Dynamic Prince on top. Race number three, I'm going with four, Fernando's Quest, the Speed to lead, coming back in trip again. I think that's the key for this dog. Had a, a stint over the 700s, race well, led up recently in the Group 1 where Mpunga Ruby was too good, the Super Stayers. Then went well at Shepherd and just found the 650 a shade too long and then maybe just a little bit... Uh, a little bit flat for that Sandown part run back to 600 uh, on the 17th. So I just think second run back at 600, he might be right to show that early burn and lead all of the way. Race four, the unbeaten Amron Boy faces almost, I think, fair to say, his toughest assignment. But with what he's done in four starts, he is going to be mighty hard to beat. Race four, number one, Amron Boy. Race number five. Now, this being a a bit of a tricky race, Shanlin Kim, I think, is going to develop into a very nice 600-plus dog. So I think from box number four, yes, she's going to need some luck, but I think she'll be thereabouts. Race five. Number four for Emma Bowles and Lockie Scott. There, avid listeners of the show, so good luck, guys, with Shanlin Kim jumping from box number four, race six. Well, Ned McDonald pretty much gave us the tick, didn't he, for uh, Balburner? He's the best bet of the night. Each way, best bet of the night, race six, number one, Balburner. Think your lop leaders back as we as we heard uh, in the chat with Nettie McDonald. I think the the two leads, if Balburner sits second, if he can reproduce his win at Warrigal or the win at Sandown last time. He's going to be too strong. Race six, number one. Race seven will follow the neat McDonald train, stopping all stations. Going with one, people get ready. Good to hear they found a little niggle and he might just have a little bit of upside. If he can begin like he did last week, I think he can be thereabouts again. Over then to race number eight, we're going with one, keep it black. Return to the winners list from the red last time at Sandown Park. Draw nicely, just loves the inside draw, so that's the key. Race eight number one. I think Baruga Smoke's going to go well. It's it's a deep race, the eighth event of the night. Race number nine, going four, Xavier Bale. Maybe just coming back a little bit in class. That might be the difference. Race ten, I'm going three, Jungle Panther. He can be a bit touchy early, but. By G, he's got a big motor when he gets it right. Race 10, number three. And then to round out race 11, going with seven, paint peeler. She'll get back and run on, but she will hit the line hard. And race 12, it's number one, Orson Avery. Four starts ago, at Horsham in a heat of the cup. Goes around at $85 and gets within five lengths, four and three quarter lengths of the eventual Horsham Cup winner, Typhoon Sammy. So that's not a bad form line. I think we'll play each way Orson Avery at an each way price in the last. Well, that wraps up this edition of the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast. It's been good fun having a chat and reminiscing on uh, the great days of Aston Rupeenit. McDonald's steered us into a winner or two, I think. So safe travelling, punters. Uh, happy punning as always. I'll chat to you next week with the Sandown Park Preview next Wednesday. <laughs>